0: What's up, good people? It's your girl Morgan, and this is the Following Faith podcast. And today, I'm super excited because we have the one, the only, my husband. Okay, the Derek Jerome. Period. Her hey, boo. Husband. <laughs> husband. He said, that, "Husband." So, tell us about who you are aside from being my man.
1: Uh. My man of God, man of faith. I'm a photographer, not a creative. Some say a creative genius. I'm not tooting my own horn. I'm just saying, <laughs> a dad.
0: A dad. Yeah. Oh, you a family man.
1: Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Um, courtesy of you.
0: Okay, and that's some period. So, y'all, we don't get into this episode. Um, this one's gonna be good because. It's all things marriage and the real and the raw with it, okay? And I know, like, coming from a Christian perspective, people really don't know how to navigate in this area because they're like, well, I don't know if this is too much or what does the Bible say about this? And I just think, honestly, that's why we're going to talk about these things because there really aren't any, like, real raw examples. Everybody's trying to follow, like, this code even though it's not really a code out here. And then they, like, confused, and they even waiting on the one. It's a whole bunch of stuff. So let's just get into it, okay? Derek, how's it been being married to me? <laughs>
1: <laughs> I feel like this is a setup question. Um, what's the right answer?
0: I don't know. You tell me, boo. You don't
1: know. <laughs> um, being married in general or being married to you in particular? Because uh, I feel like them two different questions.
0: You're right. But I said being married to me.
1: Uh it's cool. It's cool. Um probably one of the best decisions I made. And
0: that's what you If got not
1: out. the best decision.
0: <laughs> me?
1: Brownie points. <laughs> <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, um, marriage has definitely been a change. It's it's a lot to adapt to. Um, But it's all for the better once you learn how to put yourself aside. So, if I had a ten out of ten rated or one out of ten rated, I would give it like a nine point four. Nine point four,
0: not that one. You know, you don't 5. get the whole ten. Okay, I I just want the nine point five. I ain't want to. Really. Nah, nah, nine point five. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, I think what you just said is just like really good. You're honest, the one. But I think that marriage has just been um, definitely, it is, it's a huge change. Um, I don't think there's anything that you can necessarily do to prepare um, perfectly for marriage at all. It's just one of those things that you kind of just got to step into and just do. So from a male's perspective, how has it been with, now we have been in, uh, we've been married for a year in some months now right so how has marriage been for you and from a male's perspective
1: what you mean
0: like um navigating so being a married man uh going through the changes from like family and friends um even down to becoming a father how's it been for you um it's been good this is the real and the raw. <laughs> I mean, like,
1: real, <laughs> Don't talk good. nice to me. I trust me, I'm not. Um, <laughs> no, it's been good. And I mean, it makes sense that it's been good because, you know, like in a word, it says man not made to be alone. So with me not being alone and me being in a, a God fearing home, um, with a prayer warrior for a wife, I'm reaping the benefits <laughs> as well as being forced to grow, um, so that I'm able to leave my household.
0: What do you mean being forced to grow? What does that look like for you?
1: Excuse me. Um, so being forced to grow, um, like with every change, um, you can't stay the way you were in every season while things are changing, expect the outcome to be different or better. Mm -hmm. Um, so like if everything around you is changing you remain the same, it's a fall off and a disconnect somewhere. Mm. So basically, like, boom. If I acted the way I acted in my single season when I got married, the marriage wouldn't prosper. If I acted the way I acted in our dating phase when we had a kid, it wouldn't prosper. Mm. Because you're not meeting the requirements of the task. that makes sense.
0: That does make sense, but it makes me question what really, what are the requirements of the test? Which one? <laughs> <laughs> Which, Which test? <laughs> whichever test you want to talk about. All
1: right. So boom. So, all right. So when you went, we went from like just being friends to to dating to fiance to marriage. Boom granted you tried to play me the whole way there but Boy, we, got there. <laughs> we got there ain't nobody trying to play you ain't nobody
0: trying to play you you played yourself
1: no absolutely that's, that's, that's cap, she, C-A-P. She, yo, she told me she told cap. me I like the thought cap. of her <laughs> come on now the definitely did thought... okay period but boom so if I would've kept partaking in the things that I was doing
0: what things were you doing relax Really? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so boom <laughs> <laughs> my
1: bad job <John. laughs> so when we first started dating um, you know what I'm saying I wasn't I wasn't in a word I wasn't in church um, I really went messing with God for real I was smoking heavy drinking heavy um, not positioning myself to be the best version of myself but at the same time I wasn't seeking nobody so I didn't really care I was just doing me but along the way you know, I got um, intrigued by the thought of God because of the situation that my life was in, like where I was at mentally, um, emotionally, spiritually. Like it was like the only thing left to do is to try God again, or we ain't trying nothing. Like it's mm-hmm. just gonna be it is what it is, or it ain't gonna be nothing at all. Catch my drift. So that led me to you. Because, um, you know what I'm saying, on campus, at school, you was the head of a Christian-based organization. So if I want to get to know God, I need to go get to know a Christian. So let me go see what she talking about. That's what it was. I wasn't interested in nothing else. But God knew my heart. <laughs> <laughs> or he knew He knew what I needed. Um, Yeah. So that turned into me seeking god you know and they're saying the word like if you seek you shall find so um and i look at that differently like yeah i found god but i found so much more that i didn't even know i was looking for you mm, know? so
0: that's a word yeah. i found god but so much more that's granted good. granted ain't nothing
1: more than god you know god is the the pinnacle but yeah, but I mean, I get what you tomorrow, mean.
0: Right? Like, you know, you seeking God, so many more doors opened up for you that you wouldn't yeah. be thinking about more opportunities and things of that sort. So, yeah, I'm catching what you saying. I'm catching what Definitely you're saying. Definitely a down. bunch of opportunities. So, in that of uh, the in between of the dating to um, even the engagement, right? Mm-hmm. Like, what was going through your mind as far as having to um, shift? and navigate because you know, one of the things you kinda talked about was just like the transitions and being prepared for the task at hand. So from a male's perspective, what was going through your mind during that time and preparing of like, dang, I'm about to be a whole husband and eventually, you know.
1: So so you're talking about the time from dating to to engagement or engagement to husband?
0: Engagement to husband.
1: Um so you know already know like the whole the whole um, process to get into engagement was a testimony in itself. Um, Basically not having what was needed to meet the requirements, like in the physical. So I had this whole plan of how I wanted to propose, but I ain't had no means. Like you see, I ain't had a ring. I ain't had a plane ticket money. I ain't had a hotel money. Um, And just like surrendering all that to God. Like, yo, um, if this is in your will, if this is what you want me to do, uh, provide for me. Make it happen. Boom. Woke up the next morning, everything paid for. I did nothing. You know what I'm saying? So that's how I knew for sure I was taking the right steps. Um, now that season for being engaged to husband, um, at first, I just wanted to marinate in the fact that I did what I said I was gonna do, and then you actually said yes to my crazy request to get you to marry me, right? <laughs> <laughs> so as soon as we come off the the little trip, you talking about wedding planning? I'm like, bro, relax. Like, Man, I, I was just proposed so to nagged. you. Like, chill out. Let me let me sit here for. This was a big step. Let me like. Admire my work. Let me let me look back in my canvas, put my hands on my hips, and be like, dang, I did that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, God. give me a second.
0: I was so mad. I was like, what are you talking about? Like, we have to start planning now. Now, now, now. And because he didn't want to plan, he ended up jump-starting our wedding planning again because I was like, all right, well, we just but waiting I'm on saying, you.
1: Like, I proposed in October, November. It was somewhere around there.
0: You proposed in October.
1: In the, Oct- no, in the middle of middle October. Middle of
0: October. Come on. Yeah, and then <laughs> you sitting
1: up here talking about we getting married in
0: April. What? I really wanted to get married in April. You know, real bad. I'm like, yo, real, real, do down. down. So let me ask you, did you ever get cold feet? What, to marry
1: Mhm No. Nah. No, nah, never. Oh, you knew what you was doing? It was too much provision to have any doubt of what I was walking in. It lined up too perfectly for it to not be what it was supposed to be. Yeah, that part.
0: Okay, he said, I knew what I wanted and I went out to get it, you feel me? There was no question, asked. A man, a husband, a god man, okay? So, God told you I was your wife? Or what happened with that?
1: Why are you going backwards?
0: I, I just want to know. You know, let the folks know. You feel um, me?
1: I feel like he told you something first.
0: But we not talking about me. <laughs> it's, your, <laughs> it's your show. We talking about you. My God
1: told her I was her husband 1st sure, And do. She played me for some years, but you know.
0: God told what me it. not to open up my mouth. So I didn't. That was the only
1: but, thing um, I opened up on my phone. Don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all heard it here first, folks. I um, don't know, but for real. Um, I didn't. So I knew. I knew. But when I got confirmation, was when um, I think it was, uh, it was a couple of times. The first time was when my dad had um, reposted her on her story on Facebook. And I'm like, why is she reposting her? Because at the time, I think we had been separated maybe. Mm-hmm. Or we had just got back together. One of the two, and he reposted. I'm like, bro, whose side is you on? Um, <laughs> But um, it was something that, that was in her Holy Spirit. <laughs> but it was something that was in her that um shifted something in my father, um, that made him get back closer with God or start seeking God again for himself, um, in a different way that I had ever seen him do. So I'm like, anybody that can like shift my dad, got something special going on, because my dad was a stubborn individual. I get it from him. Trust me, that's where it come from. Um, the second time. And the the most confirmation I needed was when he called her daughter, and I'm just like, all right, (laughs) (laughs) that's all I needed. Cause he if he ain't had nothing else, he had a good discernment of people. So
0: yeah, look, and that's that on that. So you knew. This is the first time I'm finding this out for real. For real, like he like knew, knew, knew. You know what I mean? Um, so we gonna fast forward back, right? Uh, so now you in this position, right? You like I ain't get no coffee. We get married or whatever. Mm-hmm. How was the transition from saying I do to like the first couple months of marriage for you personally, as you being a man? <laughs> look, we really raw, so hey, I would look. You know.
1: It all seemed all cute, you know. It was all cool at the altar with <laughs> Um, after the altar, the the food, you know, seeing the reception. The hotel
0: I cannot the next, <laughs> he said the, the, next hotel. the next
1: couple of days, like that honeymoon phase. it was all good, and then you go back to real life, you know what I'm saying
0: right
1: um it was cool because when I came back home, you know, I'm like, all right, um our situation was kind of different i I was in a situation where I came back to my hometown, um to a home that was left for us you know so we kind of had a head start um and i was in a position to come prepare a house for a family so kind of like we dodged a big a big bullet if you will because you know like some people really struggle in their marriage with moving into their first home yeah um, in like different financial struggles, and we dodged the big one having that be prepared and left for us. Mm-hmm. Well, left for us, and I was able to leave. I'm um, during our engagement to prepare home prior to the marriage,
0: yeah, um, that's so powerful.
1: But then you move down, and then that's where like the real setting in happened, mm-hmm. like, all right. It's not just me no more. I can't do what I want to do when I want to do it, however I want to do it, whenever I want to do it without asking or without answering to nobody. I can't do that no more. And I think that's the biggest, the biggest thing is a man, like, no, you don't lose your freedom. It ain't like that. But you do got to have respect for your partner to understand it's not just you. And I think that's something I struggle with at first. I can't, I just... I had to let go of the selfishness that I didn't even know I had.
0: Mm. That's good. Is
1: that the right answer?
0: (laughs) (laughs) No, (laughs) is that the right answer? I think that's so good that you share that because a lot of people don't even, um, you see nowadays when it comes to marriage, it's all about, a. um, it's like a financial agreement. It's a contract, right? And so they don't even think about giving up of self and being selfless in those places, and understanding that, like you just said, it's not just about you, and it's beyond you. It's about like your lineage that's yet to come. You know what I'm saying? That mm-hmm. next generation too. A lot of people don't, they're not future focused. And there's nothing wrong with living in the now and being present, but where's your preparation? Like, where, what is your legacy that you leaving on this earth? What your you,
1: fruit say?
0: What does your fruit say? Like, as you even been in a position to be a husband and as for me as being a wife, like, what does my fruit say about the position that God has even put me in to be a wife? You know what I mean? Like, I think that's so good that you said that. Like, that's so powerful. So for you, for you, what has that been like for you as far as like the pruning of the old fruit to produce new fruit? Um
1: the pruning of the old fruit to produce new fruit
0: mm-hmm.
1: as a husband. hmm Um
0: I think as a man too though. As a man. As a man. Um as a black man. <laughs> man.
1: So I think the first set of pruning came um through separation of um my peers. So um becoming a married man, you unintentionally um become less I guess you would say attracted for be- lack of better terms. Um less attracted to the single friends. Um because you 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 literally are the company you keep. So um
0: birds of a feather flock together.
1: Right. So I found myself no shade to none of my friends. Please do not get this wrong. Because um, my bros are still my bros, you know. But, and the energy is the same every time we interact. But people I talk to on a daily when I was in my single and dating season, I don't even talk to like that no more. Mm-hmm. Um, not because we're not as close anymore, not because we fell out, but I find myself in more circles with married like me or people that are in a similar circumstance you know iron sharpens iron so a lot of my peers now um that i'm around daily are different and there's nothing Mm. wrong with that yeah Yeah, got a lot of married friends
0: (laughs) (laughs) and i know for you that was actually a prayer of yours to be surrounded by more married people um, to be able to, you know, feed one another. So just to hear you said, I'm like, look what God did again. Okay. Yeah. Look what he did again. Um, so I actually do have a question from somebody in our audience. Um, their question is How do you guys deal with arguments in your relationship? And how has your communication evolved? Um, <laughs> so we don't
1: have arguments.
0: No, we don't. We, we like have, to call them... We
1: have heated fellowship.
0: I like to call them creative discussions. No, nah,
1: it's, it's heated fellowship.
0: Derek <laughs> are heated It's fellowship. heated
1: fellowship because at some point, God is involved, you know? And I'm not about to argue with God.
0: What you mean by that?
1: Because God is always involved. That's like a foundation of our whole relationship is God, you... And me?
0: But you saying, like, at some point God is involved. Like, what do you mean by that?
1: Bro, because every time we get into Heated Fellowship <laughs> whoever was wrong I mean, we usually both be wrong, but it's like God becomes like, you know, God is everything. but He really becomes the father. And he's like, yo this ain't it. You mad at her, but you did this. You the reason that this happened. Now go fix it. You see, like it's always a corrective action, you know, like from the father. So it's fellowship, you know, It's heated fellowship. I stand on what I said.
0: I get my it. My third, I get it.
1: my third mama told me that, and I'm sticking
0: with it. I get it. I get it. Um, I would say like for us, um, creative discussions, right? But we don't, honestly, we don't really argue like that. Like real talk, we don't really argue. It's more of like, um, see, Derek is real petty, it's right? And I found this out because I thought I was petty, but my man's—he pettier than me. Don't speak that. But you know, life. we rebuke you, okay? So it was just like I thought that I could just bring this toxic behavior into the marriage of like, all right, well he's saying he ain't gonna, I, ain't, I, ain't, I you know what I'm saying? Like I'm misindependent. You feel me? Like ah. But God sent me down real quick, like, girl, bye, you played yourself. So when it comes to arguments, like, it starts out something, like, so small. And because we both be wanting to be right, we get stuck. We get real stuck. (laughs) And then, or somebody playing too much and the other person not playing, but you don't know the other person not playing for real, for real, then the other person get mad because it's like, dang, I just want to play with you and you all taking stuff serious. <laughs> like, that's really what we get into it over Like, we really don't argue at all. But one thing I would say, Thanks and it's, it's actually like an answer prayer for me, was that um, my husband, he doesn't really like yell at me. He don't cuss at me. Like, he don't jump stupid. You feel me? Because honestly, truly, I don't know what I that but he not like that as a person that was actually something i prayed for because i was like god listen I be seeing what other people go through but baby this can't be my story okay so please i'm
1: the nicest person in the world bro.
0: um i wouldn't say all of that but uh, he definitely does respect me as his wife and he listens to me so when it comes to even our pettiest of arguments um for some reason like they're just said god like we'll come back together let it be hours later. Sometimes it's very rare, but we'll go to sleep on it and come back like, you know what? And then apologies are said and then we figure out a way to keep moving forward. So I think that's how our communication has evol- evolved the most It's just understanding like, you know what? This is bigger than me. And even if I got to lay down, even though I might have been right in this thing, I don't want it to impact us in that way that's going to keep us away from each other because I know that we are called to be together and that this is our assignment on top of us just loving each other. You feel me? You got didn't want to say that?
1: No, she just gave you all the whole secret.
0: <laughs> secret? What was so secret about it? I don't know. <laughs> all right, so one last question for you. What advice do you have to... A man in his single season, a man in his engaged season, and a man in his married season. All three.
1: Like in one package?
0: If you want to, or you can answer it all individually. It's up to you, boo.
1: Um. I feel like you gotta you gotta know yourself. Um and in order to get to a situation to where you know yourself, you gotta love yourself. Oh, so you gotta love the flaws. You gotta love the shortcomings. You gotta love the um. You gotta love the things that are in those dark, murky places that you don't want nobody to know about. Um, you have to come to a point to where you understand that you are wonderfully made. You know you're beautiful. You're not a mistake. So in doing that, once you learn to love yourself and you have that expectation, you you know what love is. Because you can't seek something that you don't know what it is. Put the thing is and all of that. Take this how you want to take it. But God is love. So in seeking love, you find God. You find God. God knows your hearts and your intentions. When you're aligned with God, God make everything line up, and it's like dominoes from there on out. So everything just falls into place. Um, but you gotta, you gotta, you gotta fall in love with yourself, because when you fall in love, and I don't mean in no conceited way, like don't don't do that. <laughs> but like, understand, like I was made this way on purpose, like. Mm. I was knitted together like this before I even hit the womb. Like everything that I am is intentional. Like that I was intentionally made for somebody else. Cause you wasn't made to be by yourself, nobody was. So the person is gonna come as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. As long as you're aligning yourself to do the right things, everything is gonna come.
0: That's good. So is that your same advice for a man who's married?
1: Advice for a man, that's man. Um, don't <laughs> you gotta continue to like yourself, but um, <clears throat> understand it's not just you. It's not just you anymore. You have to let go of that selfishness. Um, and you gotta understand, like, it, and I say this, this is more geared towards um, married black men, because a lot of us come from a place where one, marriage is not something we think of. Um, We don't see examples of healthy marriages. We don't see longevity in marriages. Um, We don't see some of our peers or our family even make it to an age to where marriage is a possibility. So the fact that you made it to the altar That's a blessing.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's
1: start there. That's a blessing in itself. So my advice to you is take the fact that you made it it this far as it's a bigger calling on your life. That's the confirmation that um, there's something so much bigger than yourself. Because when you go into marriage, it's no longer just about you. So that means that you're called to be connected to somebody else to help them get to their purpose and them the likewise to you, you know what I'm saying? You're setting up for, for legacy, you know, for for your kid, your kid's kid, your kid's kid's kid, you know? Um, It's like, it's literally like, you're the farthest thing from by yourself anywhere. Like the lineage is coming.
0: That is so good. That is a word. Did y'all hear that? It's not about you.
1: Yeah, I, I still deal with that daily.
0: It's not about you,
1: and that's not a bad thing either. Why? Because just how it's not about you from your perspective, your wife is having the same thought. So, in it not being about you, now y'all both serving one each other, one another. So it's it's like it's it's creating fluidity. You know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people think, "Oh, I'm about to get married." Uh, so my wife about to submit to me. She about to do what I wanted to do, but for real, for real, y'all submitting to each other. It's surrendering every day. So
0: that's actually a word, and that's such a topic that a lot of people have been just in the uproar about, like. If he ain't doing this, I ain't submitting to him. If he ain't doing this or if she ain't doing this, I what? And I'm just like and that's I think you
1: better than by yourself.
0: That part right there. <laughs> because submission goes beyond just um uh, my man paying all the bills and him telling me what to do. It's not even like that. If you actually read the word of God and talk about and actually understand and get the revelation, it's not about that at all. Just like what Derek just said, it's about serving one another. Like, so the man submits to the wife just as well as the wife submitting to the husband. Mm-hmm. Uh, because just like we just said, it's not about you. And so it's a matter of how can I out love you today? I love that question. Like, how can I love you today how can i out love you today and if you go into your marriage with that mentality of i want to love you more each and every day then that means that you guys will both be in a place of serving one another and that's what makes each other happy for real for real and i also want to say as we wrap up this episode is that sometimes in a marriage or in a relationship it's 50 70 It's 100-100. It's 60-40. But it's really you navigating through life with that person. I think a lot of times when people think about marriage, they think about, like, the man doing X and then the woman doing Y. But sometimes those things are flipped. And that's okay, too. It doesn't make you less of a person inside of your marriage because... Life comes with transitions. It comes with blows. It comes with highs. It comes with lows. You know what I mean? So it's just like, how are you going to pivot when these things come up? And how are you going to um, adapt to the change that's happening around you? Like, are you going to be 10 toes down or are you going to fold? And that's what you got to ask. You feel me? So all in all, yeah, that's what we got. Any last comments, babe?
1: Um no uh, her math went math in back there,
0: but whatever. Y'all get the point. Y'all listen, everybody named Mama <laughs> know I do not do math. I am a social worker. She said 50 Shut 70. Up. <laughs> I cannot see. y'all see what I put up with at the crib. Yeah, oh I'm my God. Saying. Where is the support?
1: I'm here, ain't I?
0: I can't. All right, y'all. This has been a lovely episode. Thank you so much to my amazing husband for tuning in, I'll coming on to this show. Um, and just sharing his wisdom and his knowledge that the Lord has given him. And make sure, if you are a woman listening to this, share this with a man. If you're a man listen, share it with your homeboy, you feel me? And just let the people know. Share it
1: with your daddy, your uncle, your cousin, your nephew, your little brother, your big brother. Everybody. This ain't, <laughs> and this ain't the last time I'm going to be here, y'all. Because we ain't even get to talk about my daughter. Like, we, <laughs> my little baby. We ain't even get to talk about her. We didn't get to talk about her. But I ain't going to tell y'all nothing about her episode she got coming up. But Yeah, so stay, y'all got to make sure stay y'all stay Stay tuned, because I promise she in the vein. <laughs> she in the vein.
0: All right, y'all.